This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. It is Friday night and it is the Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Natalie Pike and I am joined in the studio this evening from uh, representing the red half of Manchester. We've got, well, we've got two of them because, you know, they get picked on a lot lately. So we, we've had to pop two of them in the studio so they can kind of stick up for each other. Uh, first of all, um, directly sitting next to me, um, I have the lovely Joe, who um, is not so lovely tonight because you, you had your staff, you had your staff Christmas do yesterday, didn't you? Are you, Joe? Yes, we did. Uh, the excess Manchester Christmas do was yesterday, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready for this hour. Uh, I'm not going to take no nonsense from you two blues uh, today. Uh, Dave was by himself last week. Was. But we've got a bit of backup, haven't we, Dave? We're ready yeah. for it. It was a bit of a you know bullying two on one, but it's good now. It's even two v two, even game. Mm-hmm. And and it's okay if anyone's worried. Um, Dave and Ian. Oh, and sorry, I should say first of all, good welcome to uh, representing the blue half myself, obviously, and the wonderful Ian Cheeseman. Good evening. Good evening. And we're all sprightly and fresh because we weren't invited to the excess Christmas party. No, 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 no. It wasn't the excess Christmas party. That's what you just said. No, 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 no. Can't believe it. It was like the company's Christmas party. And next year, I'm yeah. sure you'll yeah. get an invite. Oh, it's sure. fine. No, we'll have our own Christmas party, lads. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we're yeah. going for next week, Joe, but you're not inviting me. Oh, great, great. <laughs> Wednesday, be there, mate, yeah? (laughs) So we've got a really packed show for you this evening. There's so much going on in the football world at the minute. Uh, Gary Lineker has been talking this week about some rule changes that he would make. We're going to talk about that later, but before we do, I want to know, what rule changes would you make in the Premier League in football in general, or what rules would you introduce? Uh, Do let us know. You can do that by texting us 87711. You can ring us as well, you know, you're always welcome to chat to us. It's 0345-111-7625 or you can tweet us, um, and that's at Mank Football Social. So I want to know what rules you would change or what rules you would introduce. And a bit later on, we'll tell you what Gary Lineker mm-hmm. said he would do. I think if we've got loads coming in, we should all decide one in this room that we think, yeah, that's the perfect one to do. But what, well, we, won't, we won't agree, though. We, we will agree. We'll all agree. Compromise. We're all agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Ian and I will win and you guys will compromise. That, that, that'll be it. <laughs> but there's so much going on in football. But um, I'm going to start this evening because I... 
I mean, I'm just confused. I mean, life is just strange at the minute and it's confusing. And I mean, I, I want the input of, of these guys and I want your input as well to maybe help me out a bit and try and ease my confusion. Do I want United to win on Sunday do I not? Do I want them to draw? Oh. I, I just don't know. I've spent my entire life as a as a child, as a teenager, as an adult, wanting United to get beaten at every opportunity. It, I would pick anybody to beat United. I would pick the devil and 11 of his <laughs> evil minions above United. Um, so now they're coming to a game on Sunday where they're playing our nearest rivals. What do you think, Ian? How are you feeling? Well, the only thing I can say is that um, I agree with every sentiment that you've just expressed, Natalie, so I can't disagree with a word of that. Um, but what I would say is that uh, my logical... You know when they say your heart rules your head, your head rules your heart, and, all, and they're all different things, like... I would say that logic says that we want United to win that game because, A, it takes three points off Liverpool, United are not contenders for the title, and it keeps Mourinho in a job. So there's three <laughs> logi yeah, logical yeah. reasons <laughs> to want United to win that game. Um, in, in terms of the emotion of it, uh, I'm not sure yet whether I'll watch it, and if I do watch it, I, I, I can't tell you how I'll feel. Um, what will be, will be, I suppose. I know that's a bit of a boring answer, but... Uh, I, I, I'm I, logic says United win, but because of all the things that you so eloquently express, naturally, <laughs> about the devil, that, that will be very difficult to actually enjoy or want to happen. So I suppose the best thing is look at the result afterwards. United have won and move on. <laughs> Don't get engaged with the emotion of the affair. Correct. Exactly. That's a fair way to look at it because again, United have been in many title uh, sort of battles in their time, and you kind of find yourself in these sort of this part of the season where you're like you literally need City to beat somebody or you need Liverpool to beat someone. I think you've got to go with that. And mm -hmm. it's a results business, isn't it, at the end of the day? And if you win the league, and it has been because United have done you guys a favour, oh, you can thank us later. <laughs> it's just a difficult situation that United have got themselves in. Surely the people who are, are behind the club and running the club are, are looking at this game on the weekend and realising that their team, that they've pumped a lot of money in, that, that, that you know that this, their, this is their product. Uh, I've got a situation where if they beat Liverpool on the weekend, and they help their they help their the derby team uh, Manchester City go above mm -hmm. in the Premier League, and they also cannot if we beat Everton, and they also realise that if um, obviously Liverpool beat us, and they just help progress their Premier League title race, so. The people at Manchester United, the very heart of United, must be looking at this game on the weekend. And yeah, we can have a laugh saying, oh, you want United to win. But the real problem here is that United got themselves in a position where they are allowing Liverpool and Manchester City this opportunity as United to be their sort of... I don't know, it, the laughing team, the team that the joke's mm. going to be on, the joke's going to mm. be on Manchester United. So whatever happens on the weekend, you know, Liverpool win, City... Uh, uh, United win, sorry, the biggest joke is on Manchester United. You ain't allow enough, by the way. You've not allowed City and United to get good, you know, like, to, to do this. No, but, no, we've, we've gone and done that not all to by ourselves, by the well, way. Well, well, you can say that, but we've allowed ourselves not to compete with you at well, the you highest did, level. Well, you did try and compete last season and, this, you know, in the season before that. You did. You did try and compete. And, and it didn't work. And you didn't, yeah. And at the same time, we came second with that squad again. You know, it was a, it was a good result in the way, but it is, like, as, as Joe's sort of talking about, 
it's weird that either way we are giving advantage to Liverpool or advantage to Man City. That and is and that, that yeah. is a bit broken. Could you want to draw then? Is that what I you think? You don't want to beat Liverpool? I don't know. I, I, think, I think when we were chatting to Brian on Monday's podcast, again, you go and check that out on the, the link in the, wherever the link is going to be on social media. But, you know, we were chatting about him. We just don't know. Again, City fans are confused about this. I think United fans are as confused, but there's still some logic there where obviously Liverpool have not won the league in you know so long and, and City have now been winning the league and kind of want to block City from the Champions League, block Liverpool from the Premier League, but then we should be up there competing for both of those titles more than being in sixth position after 16 games with just 26 points compared to what uh, Liverpool on 42 and City on 41. That's yeah. the difference and that's the, mm. it's too big already. I just don't know, you know, I just don't know, Ian. I know what you, I totally know what you're saying. And I feel like I'm spiting, you know, what is it? What's that old phrase? Biting my nose off to spite my face type thing. I'm cutting your nose off to spite your face. That's, it's something like biting my own nose off. Yeah, that, that, is, be a that is crazy. That's extreme, isn't it? <laughs> um, I just can't do it. I don't know. I just, I just can't ever want them to win. It's like I desperately need a nil-nil like draw. Preferably somebody gets sent off and injured, and you know it's a all, you know awful, boring round game for everybody. I just, I just can't have them to win, right? But I want so, so Ian, you're 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 saying they kind of got to win. We got to get on with it and just if it happens, yeah, I can't, it happens, I can't wish know. for anybody to get injured. I certainly wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that is pretty. No, mean, no, yeah. no, I'm not joking. <laughs> no, 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 when when Pogba was coming out with these quotes saying, "I hope one of City's key players gets injured last season," I thought that was disgusting. So I can't, as a fan, as a journalist, will one of the opposition players to get injured, and I'll never do that. Well, uh, it was meant in jest. Off, I meant no it in problem. jest. I know. I yeah, yeah. Sent off. Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't <laughs> picking you up on that, Natalie. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just expressing my view and and. In in terms of getting sent off, yeah, they can all get sent off. They can have the game abandoned. They can have a mass brawl. Don't mind any of that sort of <laughs> stuff. Um, I just wouldn't wish any ill on, any, on a player. But, yeah, ultimately, I'm not going to change my position. Uh, United to win it, boringly, um, <laughs> is, is probably the best. And, and I don't need to worry about that bit, obviously. If they do win, it will be boring. But, uh, but, but yeah, that, that would be my position. Oh, I don't know, right. I'm, I've got a City fan on the line here to try, who's also going to give me his opinion, and we'll see how I feel after that. Right, hiya. Evening, Pete. Hiya. Good evening. How are, how are you this fine evening? Uh, a little bit like you, confused. Right, yeah. Tell us, tell us, what, what's your thinking? What's your heart saying? What's your head saying? Um, I think I'm with, um, I think I'm with Ian with this one. Um, a boring one nil. Um, I mean, we've, we're in the situation that United have been in for years. I know a lot of United fans are going to be saying, well, you haven't won 20 Premier League trophies or anything right. like that, but all right, yeah, we are <laughs> the dominant force at the moment, along with Liverpool, which they've obviously been in a situation with them. Um, they've obviously wanted everyone to beat Liverpool in the past and we're in that situation now, I think. So <sighs> let them do us a favour. Do you think... We did not, them a favour in, I think it was, what was it, 90, 95, 96 when we beat Blackburn. Mm. Um, I think it was away, we beat them 3-2. So we did them a favour then, so... Think it's, uh, so you say it's time for United to repay the favour. <laughs> so when you're watching the game yeah. on the weekend, then Pete, and United are on the ball, are you going to be? Are you saying when you know if Pogba or Lingard are on the ball, you, there's going to be a bit of you excited to see what the end result might be from United's attacking play, or do you will you not be watching the game and sort of just go into the result at the end and seeing what happened? I think it'll be hard to see anything exciting from United anyway, but. Um, 
Still shots. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be watching it in the pub with my friends. No chance. I can't see them wanting me cheering them on. Um, but unfortunately, I'll probably be watching it with my wife, who's a United fan. What? <laughs> Hold no, on a minute. Hold on a minute. Don't judge me. How's that, how's that happen? Do you have any kids? And what's the deal there? Uh, no kids, but the dog's called Kevin. Okay, you win then. That's it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Would you not prefer, though, is a draw? Is a draw the best result for us then? Well, obviously, it's not the best result. It's not, I know it's not the best result. I know what I'm saying is crazy, but I just can't. I'm not I'm not over to that side yet. I think we've, um, I think sitting United fans at the moment have got a bit of a mutual respect and mutual hate for <laughs> Liverpool at the moment, so... Um, I, I, I think I'm. I think I'm going. I'm wanting the United win. Well, it's so much. <laughs> the question off the back of it as well that maybe they'll go on for me and Dave here is who would you rather see win the Premier League, Dave? Would you oh, rather God. City uh, win it or Liverpool win it? I think it's City, to be honest. I think, like, again, we've got this allegiance in Manchester uh, against Liverpool. And I think <laughs> that kind of overrules what's going down. But at the same time, if Liverpool are playing Manchester City in the Champions League final, I think you've got to back Liverpool. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what's going on. Wow, Pete, this oh, is a, strange, so a weird, strange world that we're living in. So your view is that we have to get behind United on Sunday? I wouldn't say get behind him. Just, uh, <laughs> what's the score going to be, Pete? Hope for the win. Uh, hopefully 1-0. Hopefully 1-0. <laughs> I'm with, with Cheesy on this one. One boring nil, yeah. Pete, thank you very much for your call, Pete. Thank you Pete. very much, Pete. Thank you. And, um, Cheers, guys. Yeah. Good luck with your wife. I can see that um, obviously City against Everton obviously on the weekend as well but from taking what Mourinho did last year at Anfield Dave he got a lot of stick for that will you see Mourinho parking the bus so to speak at Anfield again this season or are you expecting something a bit different from him just because of the amount of a stick that was put on that performance I think it's an interesting one because again, uh, you know, Mourinho saw the problems with Manchester United. He saw that Robertson was getting forward from left back, and that was a key weapon. So he played Ashley Young on the right hand side. United negated Liverpool going forward. Uh, you know, it, it was a good team performance, but it was a negative performance. And I think a lot of people thought, oh, you know, United got a point Anfield. That's rubbish. They should have won that game. But looking back in the season, it was a good result. Not many people kept Liverpool quite at home. The interesting side, of course, the, the result Old Trafford, that was a better performance going forward. Mm -hmm. Rashford, very, very good. Isolating Dejan Lovren with Lukaku. It had the cutting edge in the final third, as well as the defensive side. So if I was looking into this game, you'd be taking the approach from the, the game at Old Trafford versus the more negative nil-nil draw. And I think that's the kind of edge that United are going against Liverpool now. Uh, there's a few defenders out. Probably chat about it later, or later in the show, previewing the game. But yeah. it seems like a situation where United could go for the blood here and what, really help City out. Ian, when uh, City went to Anfield this season, obviously it was nil-nil. A lot of hype around the game. Do could you see any anything in that City team that United could learn from in the way they dealt with Liverpool, or did City set up knowing what they were going to do and got the result, uh, and obviously didn't didn't get beat basically, which was which is good for them. Liverpool had just lost a little bit of form going into that game, so I, th I think uh, that had a bit of an effect on it. I thought City were a lot more.
cautious in that game uh, than they had been in the games at the tail end of last season in the league and in the Champions League. I think they've probably been stung by that slightly, uh, so a bit more protective. But the game plan sort of worked because they got that penalty in the last few seconds and if Mares hadn't skied that over the bar, they'd have got the three points and things would have been very different. Mm-hmm. It's not a type of a style of football that Guardiola's teams normally play, nor is it one I want to watch them play, hence my... Uh, dislike at the moment, not that it matters to me because I'm not a United fan, but my dislike of the Mourinho side uh, because that was, I wouldn't exactly say that that City performance was a Mourinho-style performance, but it had more in common with that than any other City performance would have. Uh, whether United can learn from that, I don't know. I mean, it's all about individuals. It's about the, the philosophy and the skill set that you have. Um, City didn't do anything particularly different or anything I think United can learn from, but I, I suspect United would be happy with a nil-nil draw uh, at, all, uh, at uh, Anfield on Sunday. And that probably, you know, this debate about which way do you want it to go, in reality, maybe a nil-nil draw, nil-nil draw. is really the sort of uh, ideal City fan result, uh, unless you want to go for the logic of take all the points off Liverpool you can what do you think Liverpool though I think in like United going there obviously you know it, you know a derby you know a derby game of sorts of you know do you sit home are they going to be going for the three points or do you think they're going to be looking out thinking a draws a draw will do us here we won't be scoring any goals will we Dave because they've got Alisson net and he's wonderful oh yeah that, that no save you're that not going to get any goals straight at Alisson. him that the yeah, media seems to yeah. like, like legit <laughs> the, the interesting side though Jordan Pickford who as well is massively hyped up in the in the press there was a similar situation on the Monday Night Football where the, the header the second Watford goal was pretty much straight at him but he didn't save it Alisson does the same thing the thing with that save it was more about the position of the game that that he needed to make that save. It was more about the result in the end than actually it being a world-class save. There was a, the Ajax keeper, I know I made a brilliant save against, uh, I think it was Lewandowski, a much better save on the evening, but didn't get blown up because it wasn't Liverpool goalkeeper. Alisson is a great keeper, don't get me wrong. He's got the best save percentage in the Premier League this year, but it wasn't as good as people are making out. And I think someone like Marcus Rashford in form at the moment is going to give him a bit of problems. So do you think they're going to be going for the win or do you think they're going to be settling for a draw? Liverpool want the win. They need to do it, yeah. No, they need to win the game. If they want to win the Premier League, they need to beat United at home. Simple as that. And if they don't, there's problems. It is as simple as that. Simple. It is as simple as that, no. Well, I'm not convinced either way yet. Um, The the tweets that are coming through are a bit mixed at the minute, but to be honest, most are saying that they want United to win. Um, A couple of people are are saying a draw is the ideal world. I'm still sitting in the draw camp, and I know, I know that's spiting. I know it is. There's a big assumption, though, here, isn't there? Because City play Everton tomorrow and I don't think that's a gimme game mm. I think Everton uh, will prove to be very tough opposition Liverpool could only beat them with a very very late goal I know it's their derby match but City again without David Silva I know that Pep Guardiola today has talked about the possible return of Sergio Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne and there was a training session at four o'clock this afternoon when he was going to sort of assess them Fernandinho possibly might be missing as well quite and there, I think without those key players uh, that will be a tough game tomorrow. Mm. City, you know, obviously lost last weekend at Chelsea against Bournemouth. And I know Watford, they, they played it better for 80 minutes, but made it nervy for themselves at the end. I would I would suggest that this Everton home game is certainly not a gimme game. And although all the focus is going to be on Liverpool against United and how that will affect the title race, if City don't take three against Everton... Uh, I'm not saying it won't matter what happens at, at Anfield, but th- then there's a c- whole different way of looking at that result. That's Andre Gomez is the big weekend. one. I think that with that midfield, he's been really impressed me for last week's. And with City lacking players in there, maybe he'll run the game. 
very, very interesting weekend of football coming up, and we'd love to know. My hangover just got worse, by the way. <laughs> oh, Joe. Joe's, Joe's in the corner exactly. now. I'm thinking about the game. Yeah. On yeah. Thinking about the game. Yeah. On exactly. We better quickly go for oh, a break yeah. for poor Joe here, but we still we really want to know what your opinion is. I really want to know as well. I'm still looking for someone to sort of totally persuade me one way or the other. So do text us eight double seven double one. You can ring us oh three four five triple one seven six two five, or of course you can tweet us. And we want what rules you would change or mm-hmm. what rules you'd bring into football. And also, if you're a City fan, do you want United to win? I've on just Sunday? taken a picture of his lovely lot in the studio asking that. So if you want to head over to Excess Manchester, I mean, it's not a lovely picture. I've just seen it, Joe, and you've got me like <laughs> an angle where I've definitely got like three chins. Love it. But thanks, Joe. Yeah. So do head over and give us your opinions. How do you give someone the magic of Christmas? Take your inspiration from them. If they're into their fitness, an Apple Watch could be a perfect fit. If they'd rather be cooking squash than playing it, give them the app for that on a new iPad. And if it's for your own beautiful multitasking partner, get them something they can really relate to. The latest MacBook Pro. Upgrade your gift to Apple at Curry's PC World with the magic of 12 months interest-free credit. At Curry's PC World, we help you get it right. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Future purchases at 24.9% APR representative with your plan. DSG Retail Limited is a credit broker and intermediary for creation consumer finance. Authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Credit subject to status. School, homework, teachers. I'd rather be playing footy with my mates. I didn't think I was going to finish high school anyway. To be honest, I felt embarrassed because everyone else was doing well in class. Then a friend told me about Kit McGrath English and Maths Tutoring. Homework and exams don't freak me out anymore. I'm catching up now, and I know my Kit McGrath tutor is always there to keep me on track. It's a good feeling. kitmcgrath.co.uk. Book a free assessment today. There's something about an FA Cup tie. It brings people together. The anticipation, the drama, like anything could happen. Get everyone together and join Manchester City as they play Rotherham in the FA Cup at the Etihad at 2pm on Sunday the 6th of January with adult tickets from £15 and from £1 for under-18s. A good cup tie is a great way to start the new year. Get there early for free family entertainment, games, face painting and loads more. Book your seats now at mancity.com slash tickets and let's get together for the cup. Booking fee may apply. Shut out the cold with a Ford Winter Check for £29 recommended retail price. Book online at ford.co.uk. Excess Manchester. At Morrison's, selected one litre bottles of spirits are £15 each. Choose from Smirnoff, Gordon's, Bell's, Three Barrels Brandy and many more. Christmas, Morrison's makes it. Majority of stores while stocks last. Exclude Scotland and online. Max 3 ends 16th of December. Please drink responsibly. Excess Manchester Travel with FOW.co.uk. Whatever the journey, they've got the right car. Traffic on the M6 southbound is slow because of an accident. Junction 21 for Wollston. It's busy approaching Thelwell Viaducts. Closing a lane there, that one. Uh, Edenfield A56 queuing. Um, there was an incident earlier on. Two cars and lorry involved in an accident. So heading off the M66, still busy. Chester Road into Manchester's queuing coming in from Old Trafford and Stratford. Uh, Mancunian Way, that's looking really busy coming out of the city. Uh, Regent Road coming in. You know, even when traffic's lighter than usual, those roads are busy. Um, uh, same with Trinity Way backing up as a result of the roadworks through there on that west side of the city. So, so where Solvald and Manchester uh, join up in matrimony. Um, High Lane, Buck- Buxton Road, the A6. It's partially blocked, um, very slow because of an accident in between the A555 and Windlehurst Road. Very, very busy on both sides. That's the latest. I'm Nick Arkell. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back. 
Joe has been and got himself a, a coffee and a, a little glass of water, and he's back here. He's, he's doing all right. You, you, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, I'm going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> Dave gave me a nice little massage. And, uh, it's yeah, good teamwork. Just a bit, a bit scary looking in the mirror. <laughs> it was a bit scary, yeah. I don't have the hiccups anymore. I imagine you are feeling like a lot of people are listening right now or, or will be in the morning yes, as well, exactly. Joe. You're doing well. We're it's proud, Christmas though, isn't it? Yeah, Merry Christmas, yeah, everyone. Exactly, mm. exactly. No, I was on no my couch last night back. eating a Nutella out Merry of a jar. Christmas, Joe. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Joe. Merry Christmas, Ian. Merry Christmas. So, obviously, this <laughs> week... Merry Christmas. This week, we had the Champions League, final Champions League group games, and we've got the Champions League draw taking place on Monday. So that starts at 11am, which means the draw will actually take place at about three or something. <laughs> yes, now, we Seven were talking about it being on a Friday, weren't we, before, outside in the office. I used to love that. I used to love the Friday draw... I remember it often used to happen when I, in school and, and someone it used to be 11 a.m. I remember I used to have uh, the year United won it in, uh, so I'll bring it back, 2008, the year United won it. I remember it being, uh, the Champions League draw was always uh, in during the science lesson because we always had science at 11 and used to have Ben. Ben used to sneak his phone. It would be his job. <laughs> he get a text from his dad. And he'd go, we've got finger. And we go, buzzing, yeah, we've got. <laughs> so but now it's on Monday uh, and I hope there's still someone um, whose job it is to tell the rest of the class who United If it, it would have been your dad that had texted in Joe, would it have been your lot have got them? Your lot have got them, exactly. He's a blue, isn't he? Yeah. Your dad's a blue? Yeah. He's been on the show plenty of times. Hey, there's revelations on this show tonight, isn't there, about relationships with different <laughs> clubs around Manchester? Crikey! <laughs> Um, well, yeah, sadly, it's Monday. I totally agree with you. I'd have liked it to have been today. But it is It is Monday. It's 11 o'clock. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, the 16 sides are left now. They're splitting into two pots. So the teams that came top of the group and the teams mm-hmm. that came second in the group. With the draw, you can't face a team from your own country at this stage. Yep. And you can't face the team that you've already played at this stage. So, lads, who are we looking at? Well, for United, we've got Borussia Dortmund, Barcelona, Porto, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich or Paris Saint-Germain. Whoa. There isn't really a bad team in there, bar Porto, you say, but they aren't as bad as you think these mm. days. So it's going to be a tough, tough sort of you know, next round for United. And <laughs> yeah. Whether they can pull off a... The thing with United oh. this season, right, you know, you didn't expect them to beat Juve and Turin. That was crazy. Mm. And that's the thing with the Champions League, it's just two games. You don't need that same level of consistency as you do in the Premier League. But for City, obviously, four teams... Atletico Madrid, Schalke, Ajax and Roma. So a little bit more favourable bar Atletico Madrid, I'd say. Atletico Madrid would be a difficult tie. I guess what we could do is I'd say what what team you'd rather have of Man City, what team would you rather pull out and then what team, obviously, United (laughs) fans that we'd rather see. Do you think Porto are the weakest side for us, David? If if you had to pick pick a team from that draw for Manchester United in the next round, you'd go for Porto, would you, Dave? I think so, yeah. The, obviously, the other side of it is that Real Madrid are just in weird form at the moment where they turn up one week and then they lose to CSK Moscow 3-0 uh, midweek. So it would be Porto. I wouldn't want to see PSG at the moment. I think after that Liverpool result, they looked very, very good in that game and they'd be a worry. Same with Barcelona, with Messi, same with Munich, with Lewandowski. Dortmund would be the other one to so probably go Porto, then Dortmund, then Real Madrid as the the ones that you want. But Dortmund are still fantastic football, top of the Bundesliga. But that that's a team that you... It's a weird team where parking the bus against that team would work quite well. 
So it's one of those that would favor tactically mm-hmm. favor United, but at the same time they hammered Atletico four 0 So and you end up having them at home first. Um, obviously <sighs> the, the, the team that came top yeah. gets that benefit as well. Who do you fancy? I mean, said that though, and just to pick up on that, City played Liverpool, of course, in the quarter final mm-hmm. last year. And when the draw was that it would be at the Etihad second, everybody thought that would be an advantage to City. But in truth. And I know it's a complex game and issue yeah. and lots of issues around it, but the truth is it was one at Anfield. The tie was one at Anfield in the first leg. So maybe the old-fashioned way of thinking the second leg is the best one to have at home is not quite as, as steadfast as it used to be. So the, you lost 3-0, didn't you, to see? It was 3-0. The biggest thing is if that away goal. If you yeah. sc- In that first leg, if you score one away goal, it's advantage to the team that's going to play at home second. But if you don't, then, like you're saying, the tie is dead. And it's literally that because the away goal is there's a lot of pitorko over the last you few years. You might know Dave better than I do because you know, I know you're big into stats mm. and everything, and I'm not as massively it's into stats. It's going to be a big question that I'm going to be like, um, no, no, no. Later. no but it, 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 I'd be I'd be curious to know if you can work this out. But if you Whole if you work. went back maybe ten or fifteen years ago and you looked at big games, big quarterfinals and semis that were over two legs, maybe even you know um, a semi-final of the League Cup or something like that, but anything that's over two legs. Mm. And then looked at the last five years and see whether be there's been a difference, you know, whether it has changed, whether the mm-hmm. first leg has become significant. As it feels to me, purely based on instinct, not on stats, <clears throat> that the first leg has suddenly become a lot more crucial than it used to be because there used to be a lot more dull first legs and then the game was won in the second leg. feels to me now that the team that's home in the first leg thinks, we've really got to go for this yeah. tonight and I've gone for it. And then often... Not always, obviously, mm. but a higher percentage than once was take the advantage that then all they've got to do in the second leg is defend what they've, yeah. they've created in the first leg. We all talk about United playing like sort of old-fashioned football at the minute, but you look at the result last year against Sevilla, that was what an old type of result that you mentioned there. We went to Sevilla, it was a dull nil-nil game uh, at their ground, but then, and like you're saying, we expect to bring them to Old Trafford and beat them, whereas it just completely didn't go that way for Manchester United. 2-1 defeat at home against Sevilla, and we underestimate them. So maybe Mourinho should have, like you said, killed that game off in the first leg. But in that first leg, that was that Lukaku chance. Yes. The, 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 the one, obviously, the offside that goal. a lot. But <laughs> that's the small chance. margins. That if United score that goal, even if Sevilla come back and score two, that one away goal is so, so important. I was there away in Seville, and it was dire it was a dire performance and that was the thing that even if they'd won that game they weren't going to get past that round like that was the pit even if they beat in Sevilla the next round they're out like not good enough in terms of high class European football quick passing the speed of the counter-attack they just didn't have it and I think that's the improvement that Mourinho has to make this season if he's going to keep his job by the end of the year obviously tops you know statistically top four is kind of like out now like no team has ever come back from that distance it could be done again records are there to be broken but the Champions League is now where Mourinho is all, all of his eggs are in there like the Europa League that season where you know his, his first season with United where it kind of the season came on and on and United was stuck in sixth position mm-hmm. feels a bit like that again where Champions League or, or nothing well I know I'm preempting what we're talking about in a few minutes which is rule changes yeah. um, but while we're on this mm, home and away that's a very good point. The, 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 a lot of people said to me that and I understand why it came in and, and you three are all of a younger generation yeah. than I am but, but they brought in the away goals rule 
And uh, there is a feeling now, it's, it's, it's existed for quite a while, that, that to go back to the old rule where you don't have an away goals rule because of teams doing this thing of if we can <coughs> nick one in the away game, it changes the complexion. Yeah. Now, the reason that the rule was brought in in the first place was because teams were going in the first leg and just putting everybody behind, behind the, the ball. ball. And in fact, the home team would put players behind the ball because they didn't want to concede. Now, everybody's saying, oh, it's so frustrating that, that a tie can be settled on away goals. Why Why do we even have that? Because they're forgetting what had happened in the past. I don't know what the answer is, mm. but I have had a lot of people saying to me, maybe that's a rule that should yeah, change. It's, it's an interesting one because the only problem, again, would be is if teams do revert back to that reason initially why they brought it in. But there could be maybe some different value that they bring into it. The, the thing that you look at, obviously, is that the home advantage is so, so important at that top level of European football, the crowd, the, you know, you, your, your home ground, the size of the pitch, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think with the away goal at the moment, I like that there's extra value in an away goal. But at the same time, the, the Copa Libertadores, we were chatting about a bit last week, that went to added time. And in, in that sort of format, they play, obviously, the two-legged final. There's no away goals. So it was 2-2 in the first leg at Boca, and then at the Bernabeu, which was River's home ground. It was 1-0, and then it went to extra time, and it was a you know, really good game of football. I'm not averse to that. I don't think that's a problem, that even you know going into a game and, and continuing it, you know, the, the other thing was the replays side of it, wasn't it, as well, that if the two were a draw, the first leg was a draw, second leg was a draw, they'd play a third leg, and that obviously was a bit messy. So if they've got the golden goal, extra time, and that, whatever they want to play, formats, penalties, you know, that, that could be an option. Getting rid of the way... Golden way, goal, so jumped like ahead. Golden We've jumped goal. ahead there, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, oh, we, I like we, it. We, we, for a moment. Part of that for yeah, yeah, So like the original it. question was... Who would you uh, want? Schalke. Schalke. <laughs> first, first of all, I think they're the weakest of the four. Yeah, Although Ajax might not be an, an awful lot different. Uh, I, for my sins... My second team is Schalke, yeah. so oh, I know nice. all about them but anyway. But put you in a difficult position then? No, not at all. The reason why City... Because a lot of people ask me, why is Schalke your second team? My mother was born in Gelsenkirchen, which is where Schalke are from. Yeah. So therefore, I've gone to that town throughout my life visiting relatives, and, and so I know it like the back of my hand. And so therefore, <coughs> my connection to Schalke is to keep family roots, if you like, alive. Mm -hmm. And I watch them a lot. They're on BT. Mm. I go over to games whenever I can. So it would be hugely sentimental and, and, and have a lot of connections for me. That's not to say I wouldn't want City to win. So it's a double whammy because, well, it's a triple whammy, if you like. I think Schalke are the weakest City team City could play. Secondly, it would be a, a big game for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, and I forgot what the third one was. I'll well, come back to that. But, but we know that you for are listening, well. so please, can you get the warm <laughs> balls together for Ian? Two warm balls together, City versus Schalke. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm going to suggest that many City fans listening fancy a trip to Ajax. Um, oh, it's, that would be a, such a good time. <laughs> Just footballing-wise, that would be brilliant. So Eric, uh, yeah, uh, Eric non, Ten Hag is, 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 is like a basically a, you know, a Cruyff disciple, so it's similar style of football where it would be a great game of football. <laughs> I just want like you can see you can't see the excitement on my face when you're talking about Ajax versus Manchester so, so City. Who's the hardest team City could get in that group? In that group, then uh, it's it's got, yeah, like it's yeah, it's like yeah. No, no question about that. And the third reason, by the way, if City were to lose, highly unlikely that they would. I'd rather have lost to Schalke than anybody else. Oh, oh, go. <laughs> still got a team in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, tournament. I don't fancy Atletico though, but I guess it's that age-old yeah. sort of like thing where, you, where you, if you want to win it, you got you got to beat everybody, and if yeah. we want to be the best in Europe but I mean I'd rather avoid them at this yeah, point yeah definitely they've got that that ugliness to them again and 
yeah, they lost to Dortmund, but they're starting to get that feel where Griezmann's coming alive in the Champions League. And where you look at City sometimes when teams break on them with two centre-forwards, like, for example, Bournemouth did in the recent game, they look a little bit vulnerable. So I think that would be the, the worst tie. Even if, you know, for example, I'd rather, if I was a City fan, to play someone like a PSG or play someone like a Real Madrid, Bayern, maybe not a Juve, I'd say Juve, Atletico, probably the two teams that City don't want to face right now. Now, every weekend we're going to be doing, we started it last week, an unpopular opinion. So an opinion that one of us in the studio has. Um, and we are going to state the opinion and, 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 and try and persuade everybody or see what everyone else's um, opinion is. Now, I have one this week that ties into this. And I'm not sure, you know, if it's going to be unpopular okay. or not. Well, OK, I'm ready for this. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, yeah, you, it's because you weren't here last week. Here. Because you it's just... Too many beers last week. I was at Chester's yeah. Zoo watching a monkey. I sent you that picture. Oh, yeah, he's a good, good, great monkey. Crazy. You was at Chester's Zoo... <laughs> Monkeys well, no, it's just had the craziest bomb I've ever seen. And we might tweet it. We might tweet the video. <laughs> Dave, how crazy was it? It was weird. I, it was I, to be honest, if I could unsee it, I'd, like, I, mean, I could I'm, unsee it. I'm worried. I'm worried now about the relationship you two have outside of the show. But um, okay, well, great. Just good friends. Yeah, we, we started it last week, and my unpopular opinion last week was that I hate Liverpool as much as United. And now Ian said that wasn't unpopular because he had that opinion as well. Okay. So my opinion this week, which ties into what we're talking about, is. I do not want any other British team to qualify for the Champions League full stop. I do not believe in promoting British football yeah. or oh, anything so like honest. that. I, am I so want so when BT, everybody to lose except yeah. me. So when BT, obviously, at BT Sports got the Champions League rights, when it was announced that um, Spurs got the uh, equaliser against Barcelona and you could hear Darren Fletcher's voice being so excited because every English team nah. is through to the next round. You're not having any of that. I've got it. Me and my husband will watch it. We don't have mm. BT, by the way. Um, we have Sky <laughs> and we refuse to pay the additional money but we were watching Sky Sports News and we were both annoyed we when really really need that much yeah I was like oh for god's sake <laughs> mm, no I, I completely agree because again an advocate of European football I, I hate it when it, you know, oh, you, back in the day oh you go and support Arsenal go and support all the Brit no Champions League final Bayern Munich versus uh, Chelsea Supporting Bayern Munich, yeah, every day of 100%. every day. Yeah, of but the that week. was because Mourinho was in charge of Chelsea and they were defensive. <laughs> what I, do you think, Ian? Uh, obviously, I don't support United or Liverpool <laughs> when they're in Europe. In terms of the other English teams, um, I wouldn't say I support them, but I don't mind them being in. Um, really, not got a strong. I, I can understand why it irritates people that <coughs> supposedly neutral national commentators suddenly become very partisan when an mm. English team is playing a foreign team. Some people might love that, but personally, I think, uh, you know, local radio, which is obviously what I used to do when I was mm. a commentator, I think there's a place for partisan commentary uh, because it gives something different to, to national commentary. Mm. But when it's national commentary, I prefer to hear it more, more neutral, um, you know, and a lot, a lot of City fans feel as if for a long time now there's been, uh, you know, a, 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 an imbalance, as it were, in terms of punditry and things like that against City. It's probably yeah. because they haven't had great players in the past that are the, the sexy ones to put on TV. And maybe when the time comes that Vincent Company's a pundit on players like that, then maybe maybe that changes. Jolene but in Lescott's terms of the commentary, Julian Lescott, yeah, he's another one. Now, Shea Given's yeah. starting to get into Ooh. it. Yeah, um, but no, the answer Nadem to the question well is, oh, yeah, Nadem's, well. and Nadem's brilliant. Nadem, we've He's had been on, 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 on the show Tuesday for a long loads time. of times. Yeah, so yeah, I, I agree. But I, I know what you mean. If Arsenal playing, I don't know, Club Bruges or something, I, I just sit and watch it. Yeah. Personally, I'm not really bothered. Come on, Club Bruges. The only thing for me is when uh, a, a, a British team gets another British team, because then I believe yeah. it's just you can't really. Oh yeah, I, I think that's it. where you just got to enjoy it. Like City yeah. Liverpool last season was a brilliant game of football. 
Don't get me wrong, it's a great game of football. And I think that's one of the things where you just got to sit back yeah. and not no, commit but to I'm like, I, be like, If yeah, a British team draws a British team and it's not City, I'm annoyed because I know that one of them's going to get through. I literally put them all out as soon as possible. You do it. Yeah, like all out in the, like, out of the group stage. Not so you, you want them to have yeah. some sort of problem. They all get they both get banned from the tournament because something happens on the pitch. But you yeah. come a stage, of course, if, you know, uh, you know uh, obviously I'm going to talk from a City perspective, but it could equally be mm. from a United perspective. That, that our club gets through like it did last season against Liverpool and it's an all-English quarter-final, an all-English semi, an all-English final. Mm. I don't particularly want that. I, I no, prefer I don't want to that see a, a European competition where you're facing an English team. The fact that a quarter of the teams that are left in the Champions League are English teams yeah. means that, that although, although I'm sure, Dave, when mm. you go, you've been through the, the list of United potential opponents and Liverpool... Um, and uh, Tottenham have yeah, the same base, the yeah, same yeah. list. So it looks difficult for them, but if four of them get through to the last eight, the odds are very much, aren't yeah. they, on oh, English games? I don't really fancy <laughs> I, 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 could, I could honestly see maybe two of the teams, one of the teams going, like City, City. if City don't draw Atletico, they're through. Uh, but then the rest of them, if they, for example, Spurs draw Juve again, Juve showed last season far too smart on a tactical level. If United draw anyone of... Just an insistent quality. There's an issue there. And Liverpool hit and miss in the Champions League this season. So I just don't know. Again, I, c- I could see it. There's one English team through in the last eight, but I hope not. So that was a fairly grumpy um, thing for a Christmas, you know, yeah. build. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas fans everyone. of other British clubs. <laughs> um, so when we come back, we're going to start looking. We've had absolutely loads of tweets and texts through about rule changes. So um, we'll have a look at what we think we should change and what we look, think um, we could bring in. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk about what uh, Gary Lineker said in the week as well. And then if we've got time, hopefully, you know, we might preview the games this weekend mm-hmm. you know, properly. Um, so we'll be back in a minute. Of over 500 quality used cars, call into our showrooms in Oldham and Atherton. HPLmotors.co.uk Okay, welcome back. Some sunny spells. Just eat drivers come in. It's going to be a big night. We've got 20,000 family nights in. Lotus House are slammed on the spring rolls. Oh, and Sam from Flat 6 got a pay rise, so he's treating his mates to hot wings. Copy that. This is Just Eat, delivering for the nation. Order on the app today. How do you give someone the magic of Christmas? Take your inspiration from them. If they're into their fitness, an Apple Watch could be a perfect fit. If they'd rather be cooking squash than playing it, give them the app for that on a new iPad. And if it's for your own beautiful multitasking partner, get them something they can really relate to. The latest MacBook Pro. Upgrade your gift to Apple at Curry's PC World with the magic of 12 months interest-free credit. At Curry's PC World, we help you get it right. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Future purchases at 24.9% APR representative with your plan. DSG Retail Limited is a credit broker and intermediary for creation consumer finance. Authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Credit subject to status. Never guess who was in the other day, Chels. Said he needed some new gloves for a bike. Asked if the girls at Race Leathers could transform his riding this winter. What did you suggest, Claire? Three finger gloves. Great for making reindeer prints in snow. Yeah, but he said he didn't have three fingers. Don't be daft. Keep your fingers toasty this winter with gloves from Race Leathers on Bolton Road, Darwin. The North West's hottest bikers store. What's the best thing about Christmas? Not having to go to work. Pie. Peanut butter and bacon. What? Or Ralph. 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 The directed Ralph. Yes! Now showing. We're going to the internet. Yeah, we are. From Disney. Ralph. 
break the internet. You're welcome. Don't miss the UK's number one movie, Disney's Ralph Breaks the Internet. Let's check it out. In cinemas now. You could be owed hundreds of pounds of compensation per passenger. Visit 747claims.com or call 100% free on 08000 747 747. Celebrate the table now. Exclusive tables at exclusive restaurants with up to 50% off food or 30% off your total bill. Start your free three month trial today. Download the app today. The Northwest Foodie Club. Excess Manchester. At Morrison's, selected one litre bottles of spirits are £15 each. Choose from Smirnoff, Gordon's, Bell's, Three Barrels Brandy and many more. Christmas, Morrison's makes it. Majority of stores while stocks last. Exclude Scotland and online. Max 3, end 16th of December. Please drink responsibly. Excess Manchester Travel with FOW.co.uk. Whatever the journey, they've got the right car. Traffic on the M6 southbound is slow because of an accident. You can 21 for Wollstone. It's busy approaching Thelwell Videx. Closing a lane there, that one. Uh, Edenfield A56 queuing. Um, there was an incident earlier on. Two cars and lorry involved in an accident. So heading off the M66, still busy. Chester Road into Manchester's queuing coming in from Old Trafford and Stratford. Uh, Mancunian Way, that's looking really busy coming out of the city. Uh, Regent Road coming in. You know, even when traffic's lighter than usual, those roads are busy. Um, uh, same with Trinity Way backing up as a result of the roadworks through there on that west side of the city so, so where Solvald and Manchester uh, join up in match from the um, High Lane, Buck Buxton Road the A6, it's partially blocked um, very slow because of an accident in between the A555 and Windlehurst Road, very, very busy on both sides. That's the latest I'm Nick Arkell Manchester Football Social Welcome back, it's Friday night and it is the Manchester Football Social. So this week, Gary Lineker has um, come out and talked about some changes that he would see in the rules. Um, interesting, interesting ones. And we've asked you to ten text us or tell us what changes you would make to the rules or what new rules you would bring in. And we've had absolutely loads and loads and loads. And some of them have made us right chuckle. A couple of them we will not be able to broadcast on air. Um, I don't think we'll be able to put them on the podcast either, you yeah. Cheeky lot. The FA, if you're listening, get your notepad <laughs> yeah. out the FA. So, in case you've not heard the story, Gary Lineker said this week, and there's two rules that he would change. So, free kicks, he says you should be able to take them immediately, even to yourself. And he said he'd get rid of throw-ins and just have kicking. It's called mm. football. What's the point of throw-ins? It takes ages. Just put it down and knock it in. What do we think about that, gents? I'm not a favour of those two rule changes. And personally... <sighs> Yeah, you can you can tinker about with the rules, and they have done. They, they eliminate, you know, they got rid of the goalkeeper can hold the ball now and carry it around in the penalty area. That was something they couldn't do at one stage. Uh, back pass rule was brought in a yep. few years ago, and that that perhaps improved things. But I'm I'm for one for leaving it as it is. I, I'm not a great believer in in changing rules because you tinker about with it too much, you spoil the essence of it. And and I like the game as it is. Right, what, what have we got? Has anyone got any good ones? Yes, yeah, so obviously, looking on uh, on social media. Dave's got um, the crazier ones. Got some some good ones coming in um, right. at AlexBA11. Um, we're going to go through the norm ones first, actually, then we'll go crazy. So, first up, <laughs> uh, a 10 minute simbin for all cynical fouls that stop a breakaway move. Quite like that. Again, yeah. it, it could change like the, the game rugby. too much, is the only thing. 
Again, if you've, you've lost a player, massive advantage in football. Um, we've got a, another one coming in on Twitter about just changing the offside rule so your whole body is offside instead of just your big toe. I kind of agree. I think there's got to be a, maybe a change. I don't like the, the phases at the moment with active and non-active. I think yeah. you've just got to go back to that clinical offside line. If you're off, you're off. I heard, one. I heard someone say that they could, you could change the rule to, um, you know at the minute that if any part of your body is offside you're offside uh, yeah if any part of your body is onside you're onside it's any i think it's I any that. goal scoring part of your body yeah. is on but then it's so like you say it's so subjective it's yeah, just yeah i like uh, it though because like, then it, i think it you know bring more goals you know you, you, you see them with like their, their legs sticking out and they're like leaning <laughs> leaning back off <laughs> yeah to be fair that'd be quite a good rule actually um but there's other ones as well um there's a few on subs a lot of people say more subs more rolling subs quite like the idea of that that you rolling can subs. May, maybe to change yeah. things tactically for a striker on for 10 minutes and bring on a center back and then it's, i don't know not for me. <laughs> I, I was trying to bring it. I was giving the facial expressions, getting happy about He's any of this. Happy. What about this, Aline? I've got referees should be mic'd up like they are in Love rugby that. league and union. Yeah, I've got one here that says referees should be able to speak after the game. Yes, yeah, do you like want that. to hear about that? Do you not think the referees have enough ego without now <laughs> then giving them a, a way to get it even bigger? Oh, no, do you really believe that all refs have big egos? Not all refs, oh, no. no. not all refs, no, sorry. No, I'm Some of the refs. Occasionally you see refs with big egos. We all know who they are. We've all seen the moments when they do it. Uh, no, I don't think there's any need for it. I think what, what might be useful, though, but this isn't a rule change, is the referee actually explaining things after a game, mm -hmm. so being being prepared to be interviewed by the media rather than hiding behind, yeah, no, well, I, I can't good, speak actually. to the media. Like but, but no, during the game, no, don't want to hear like it. That. Brian underscore Dutch says United are allowed an extra 11 players on the field every time Phil Jones starts. Oh, that's quite interesting because I've got other rules with United as well. <laughs> win, uh, lose or draw, United always get three points. Yeah. Joe, you're behind yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Still win the, and the, the last one from <laughs> Snooker Bass on Twitter. Any player who, play, who passes backwards more than three times is shot with a tranquilizer, then they're carried away by a drone. We're moving to the next level of football here, wow. I think. You'd have no one on the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> nobody left on the pitch, but fair enough, that is some strange rule changes. Like that. Dissect the game says protests get an automatic red card. I'm, I'm kind of into yeah, that. Yeah, you know? again, quite a lot of discipline in some of these. They're talking about uh, diving, so maybe divers, uh, obviously, if you're in that moment, referees can get, uh, you see a dive, you might not necessarily be able to make the decision there, and then VAR coming in will change that, obviously. But do people who dive and who try and get the decision for uh, their team, uh, do they receive a bit more punishment after the game? Do you know when when the FA can look back at the, what they did? They purposely, you know, it was quite flamboyant in the way they went down. Do, do they get punished after the game or not? I'm kind of fifty fifty on that. Uh, Dave, what do you think about diving and, and I think VAR, for VAR sorts all that out. I think VAR would help that whether it's simulation or not simulation. Then the VAR referee will make that call whether you know he's looked at the clip multiple times. He can say whether you know it's like a situation like Sterling where he's had a lot of criticism for kicking the floor like again that was I don't even see that much of as a dive he just kicks the floor but other situations where there's a clear dive sort the situation out there gets booked you, you, you know you saw it and that video helps because sometimes in real time the angle of the referee that he sees it there's quite a few factors that we forget that these people are still they're not robots and I think the ultimate referee would be a robot well, you, you're talking about VAR, and I think everybody accepts and yeah. wants that to come in. <clears throat> I'm not sure that's a rule change, though, is it? That's just no, no. Yeah, sure it, the rule it, it sort of helps the rules, properly. right? You know, it yeah. helps implement the rules, and I think that's a lot of people have come on Twitter uh, saying that. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of we, we're, we're, again, why are we not? Why have we not done it? 
Yeah, I like this. Well, one. the fear of the the only fear of VAR, and and you guys all watched the World Cup, and I was away mm. on holiday and didn't see it. So, and people tell me it was so brilliant in the World Cup, but the the only fear I've got is that if it drags on a long time, then it interrupts the flow of football. That's the, that's the issue. So as long as it's, it's, it's done quickly, then mm. of course, why would you not want it? Mm-hmm. So that's Bundesliga and Serie A took about half a season to get it right, and we've got to accept mm. that there will be a period, but we have to stick with it. Some things in this country that we're not sticking with at the moment. Just <laughs> oh, again, political. <laughs> no, no, I'm just talking VAR, guys. I don't talk about politics Dave. on the internet. So, I like this one. I'm into this. Angry Man says, scrap extra time and bring matches straight to penalties and scrap FA Cup replays. I'm into that. Yeah, I yeah think FA Cup definitely. replays, yeah, because I can uh, just... No, I no, still... no, 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 not for me. Do you, know, you, know, <laughs> you, like you like a replay? Love a replay. It means another vlog, though, doesn't it? He is another vlog. Um, <laughs> no, nothing to do with that. Listen, when I was just a fan in the old days, I remember City playing Millwall. Uh, they played them in a, in a game, then they played the replay. Then at the end of the repl- the second replay, they tossed a coin and played another replay. City actually played Millwall two midweek games in the same week. <laughs> why, why did they do it again? Why, why because they, they, in those days, it wasn't there was no penalties. Oh, was you just carried on having replays. And it's like, <laughs> That's it's crazy. I still find it crazy that finals used to have replays as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weird. Played, my dad talking about it. If I remember it. rightly, City played at a Millwall at the Den on a Tuesday, <laughs> and then at the end of re- extra time, they tossed a coin and said, right, it's back here again on Thursday. <laughs> and we were back there on Thursday. Right, so definitely keep... Let's keep more replays More in. replays. Yeah, more That's replays. I agree, more replays. <laughs> right, so we've not got long. Uh, did you see any rule in that that you'd love to implement? Oh, um... I do. I mean, I, I, going against that, I just don't like replays. After we've got, yeah, especially when you play, and it, it's come, make, might come from a really selfish point of view. It's City at the minute, but when you're playing in four competitions, I don't think we need more games. Mm. It surely should be good enough just to win the first one, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite one, guys? Uh, I quite like the tranquilizer dart. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Dave. Get it exciting. We'll get them ready. <laughs> Leave the rules as they are. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tweeted saying no Liverpool. Like just that's no just Liverpool. A new, a new rule. Right, no yeah. Liverpool. Let's go with that one. No <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah, that one wins. Right, great. Well, I love those. There's some brilliant yes. suggestions there. Um, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and I guess we should actually talk about the games this mm-hmm. weekend in, in your kind of you know preview mode. Yeah, preview um, mode. So let's start with. There's been a lot of United. This let's start. You know, we've not heard a lot of you tonight, cheesy. Tell us what you think is going to happen v Everton. I don't know what's going to happen against uh, Everton. I never do predictions, as you know. Um, and I think uh, Everton will be as tough opponents as City have faced, as good as anybody City have faced this season. I, I think they're a really good team. I think they've got an excellent coach. I think with the injury problems that City have got coming off the back of the last league game of losing against Chelsea. Who knows, that might have affected confidence slightly. I think there's been a lot of high expectation when you go to the Etihad these days of sweeping teams aside with four and five. And for a lot of games, that has actually happened. Uh, but I think anybody that goes there tomorrow thinking that this is going to be an easy game for City is a fool. Um, and, and it's a very, very big test, this, for this squad uh, to, to win that game. I'm not trying to be uh, negative. Uh, City have got the ability, of course they've got the ability to win it, but all the talk is about United against Liverpool. Don't underestimate this one as being a huge game in the title race. In fact, the whole weekend mm. could be a huge weekend for the title race. I was far too confident for Chelsea last, uh, sorry, for City last weekend, and again, that was my undoing. Uh, it was a weird result, but it happened. The big thing, as you mentioned before, is the injuries, City. have got nine injuries at the moment, and that will start to build up that this Everton team is starting to become a very good unit. 
yeah, they lost last Monday, but they played some really good stuff. And mentioned before the, the Gomez factor in midfield. But I, I, I think City at home, I think you've got to back them. But, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be a surprise, again, if Everton pulled up a, a draw result. Everton have got a, a fairly decent record over They're the last few seasons. They're one of those teams, yeah. yeah, yeah a bit of a dodgy team. Teams, teams and yeah. all that, yeah. yeah. Right, well, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a really difficult game. Um, oh, we're running out of time, super here, yes. but very quickly, lads, uh, what's your predictions for United? Oh, nil, nil. 2-1 two, two, United. Marcus two, one Rashford, United. brace. Ian? Not new predictions. No, he's not doing it. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, for listening um, this evening or on the podcast. Uh, do make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Do tell your friends about the podcast yes, as do. well. Um, Wednesday nights was hilarious, by the way, lads. I loved that. I was proper laughing. So do uh, subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating and enjoy your weekend. I still don't know what scores I want. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details